Hello, and welcome to Articulated Thought. Today is a little bit of a different episode. I'm going to be doing a public service announcement. Um, You are not your clothes. You are not your car. You are not your house. You are not the tools that you use. You are not any of these things that you identify with, and that is because you are not your ego. Ego is an exaggerated sense of self-importance, and it is essentially like in the, the way that the Buddhists describe it is an elusive mental phenomenon in which we identify and cling to due to ignorance. So basically, uh, the less aware of yourself that you are, the more you identify with your clothes and your car and your house and your money and the wife that you have or the husband that you have or the dog that you have. We are not any of those things. We are this Uh, We are ourselves and we are in control of the ego, but the ego is something that is, uh, it always tries to narrate our lives and it's something that, that makes choices for us and tries to manipulate us into thinking that it is the same as our thoughts. So there's like uh there's two sides to it where you can you can essentially be completely your ego you can be um basically unrealistic about your self image you can be uh constantly grabbing for more and I guess the public service announcement part of this is that I want to tell you that the happiness is not about. It's not about the destination, it's about the path. It's about walking and constantly being a stoic version of yourself that listens to your body. Um, My therapist recently told me something that really impacted me, and it's essentially like when you meditate or when you get really quiet, it could be anything, it could be, meditation can be honestly anything that you are able to get completely absorbed in. It could be a creative time for you. It could be a morning walk. It could be a reading. It could be sitting on your balcony and looking at the city and drinking coffee. It could be literally any time that your mind is silent. And in that time, you can tune into your body and there's this, uh, I, I don't want to call it a phenomenon, but it's very subtle thing that happens where your body essentially does these little like knocks on the door and uh it it it's like it's not it's not quite like delivery delivery it's like more like uh something randomly something randomly hitting your door and you're just like what is there someone at the door but it only knocks once and it just like kind of whispers to you and gives you an answer and you need to be able to be like okay, I hear you, I hear you, I'm, I'm listening, but I don't know what you mean. And you just like tune into that part of your body. It could be a pain that you have. It could be telling you something that you intuitively know, like uh, a relationship is not working out for you. Something is poisonous in a metaphorical or literal sense. Uh, the drugs or the alcohol that you're consuming are not good for you. The Like, whatever the sense, it could just be a little knock telling you, yes, you are doing something that isn't good for you. Or it could actually, it's it could be the opposite too. It could be like 
a little knock telling you, yes, you're working out. The way you're working out is really pleasing to this body that you have, that you're the vessel that you are walking in, the the ship that you are sailing. And so I I do want to digress and move on to the fact that 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 is you, but there's another part of it where the ego is also trying to be you. It's pretending that it's you and it's not it's not your fault. This has been going around uh, for thousands of years and it's this duality that we exist in. And the less conscious you live, the more your ego takes hold. But I would say more than any time in history, we have been manipulated to exist in the ego because the ego likes to buy stuff. The ego likes to identify with that red Mustang or that new computer or that lover that you know that you want in your bed or uh, like whatever the sense it is, uh, it, it's, it's this manipulation that happened because of this one man. This one man, man, his name is Edward Louis Bernays. He is actually Freud's nephew and made Freud famous. This man uh, is essentially the um, inventor of propaganda and the person that made marketing famous. He did this by essentially reprogramming the American public to believe that we identify with certain objects uh, that we buy and so um, sometime before the 1920s, like we Americans generally bought stuff to, um, let's say they, we bought stuff to use. We, we bought tools. We bought like, yes, if you bought expensive shoes, it was because they were more comfortable. If you bought, um, if you bought clothes that were nice, it was because they were warmer, higher quality. They lasted longer. All of this stuff, that was kind of the idea. Uh, that's the way that I try to think. It doesn't happen all the time. Nobody's perfect. But we, as Americans nowadays, we buy stuff based on how it looks, how, uh, how marketing has convinced us that this product is what we need. And it was all because of this man and his manipulation um, to, he was one of the richest men in America for a really long time, and he actually, Hitler, uh, used a lot of his writing and a lot of his ideas to essentially create propaganda and take over an entire country and convince them that they needed to kill an entire race. So um, the, these ideas are are essentially like existing in the ego. It's It's... Back to what I said before, it's identifying with your clothes, with your car, with your cell phone, with your tools, whatever. It's, uh, it's making it so you don't listen to yourself. So that you are too busy thinking about what you want next. So you th- you're thinking about that next upgrade. You're thinking, oh yeah, I have a perfectly good car, but I need that new one. Like, I need that 2020 and not the 2019. I, I need to upgrade this. I need to upgrade that. I need to have something better. But um, I was listening to a podcast with the creator of CD Baby. Um, he's, he's really wonderful. Uh, I forgot his name right now. Give me a second. But regardless, he, uh, I was on the podcast I was listening to was the Tim Ferriss show. 
And uh, Tim Ferriss always asks this question, if you could have a billboard and the billboard could say anything and it was like in the middle of Times Square, so it got like a, a lot of traffic, what would it say? And his, his response was, it won't make you happy. And yes, that's a pretty vague statement, but it relates to what I'm saying is that that upgrade, that thing that you're trying to accomplish, like the thing you're trying to acquire will not make you happy. It's actually the pathway to it. Um, Earning something like saving up for something, that's what's going to make you happy. That tool might move you forward in some way. It, and I'm not saying you shouldn't buy stuff because that's ridiculous. We need tools, we need things, we need uh, good shoes so that we can take care of our health. There's so many things we need, but there's a certain degree in which we are in excess. We don't need 30 pairs of shoes. Like It's just not practical unless you're someone that like uses them in a way that... Like one of my friends in high school he would buy like $500 pairs of shoes, but he would essentially wear them for a month and then sell them again for the same price. And I thought that was pretty intelligent. So in that sense, it's it's just about how you think about it. It's, it's because we're not, we are not those things. And um, I'll go back to what he said was, uh, so the billboard said it won't make you happy. And one of the funniest things he said after that was like, I have this daydream where I imagine training 50 parrots to say, it won't make you happy, it won't make you happy, and then releasing them in a mall. And I, and I just thought that was like the most hilarious thing I've ever heard because it's so true. There's nothing that you can buy that will make you truly happy, especially if it's, in, especially if it's bought from lack in a sense where like, especially if it's bought because you already have that item and then uh, you just want more of it or you want a better one, that idea will only give you grati- like gratification for a little bit. Um, I've been assessing this in my own life and trying to figure out what I can reuse, what I can resell, what I can uh, like repurpose into different things. And um, it's, it's actually one of the most fascinating things I've ever done is like seeing what I identify with what what I'm like okay Colin um what what is it that you bought that you're like that's me and right now the only thing that's like that for me is honestly my shirts I really like wearing graphic t-shirts that have like weird visuals on them because it's just like it 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 sets me different but that's ego still but I I don't I'm not I'm not buying expensive shirts. Like I don't really spend more than 20 bucks. So regardless, it doesn't matter. You are not the things that you buy. You are not the lover in your bed. You are you. You are the person that is objective and is able to listen to yourself. So I hope this helps. I'm going to revisit this topic when I have a little more information. I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care.